Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the problem-free existence. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, I want to talk about stress. Christ said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. If you were to do that, you would then have a problem-free existence. Your stress symptoms would diminish and go away. Sure, people would still do things and say things, but it wouldn't bother you. Things might happen in the world that concern you, but not worry. You see the difference? And when people do untoward things, little meannesses and rudenesses and snide remarks and so on. They would just go in one ear and out the other. wouldn't bother you. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Look at you now if you're like a typical, you know, a typical person. Everything bothers you. Everything upsets you. Things irritate you and exasperate you and anger you and make you resentful. And you end up with tummy aches, ulcers, digestion issues, high blood pressure, coronary problems headaches, tension, nervousness, unhappiness, all kinds of things associated with being hyperreactive. So, let's take a look at what Christ said. You see, maybe another way of doing it would be to look at something called trauma, when the outside gets on the inside. You see, we were made to express our Creator. We were made to be an extension of Him. And, yes, to express truth. And, as an extension of him, patience. And we would look to him for everything. For fulfillment, for happiness, for approval, for things to do and work toward, for guidance, for support, for comfort. Everything we would look to him. He would be our everything. And when things happened on the outside, why? We would go to him and ask, what's that all about? Uh, it's such a beautiful thing when you have a little child and the little child sees something and doesn't understand it, runs to daddy, daddy, and then asks daddy, what's that all about? Or mommy, the little child immediately goes to mommy or daddy. And when the child sees something that doesn't look like it's right, the child runs, Daddy, he pulls on, or she pulls on Daddy's sleeve, because Daddy can then explain it or correct it and make things right. You understand? So that's the way you must be. But here's what happens to you. You have been totally turned inside out. Now, you couldn't help it because when you were a little child, you were born into a fallen world. Everybody else was already turned inside out and everything was upside down. And people said bad was good and good was bad. And your parents themselves were confused. And they themselves were struggling. And so you began to look to the world, to the authorities on the outside. You had intuition, which is from God. And that could have been your total guide for your life. But you doubted it. You discounted it. And there was conflict. People on the outside made you do things 
and forced you to say things and pressured you with things that didn't sit right with your intuition. And so there was conflict. And then they increased the pressure until finally you went along to get along. Otherwise, they would make life unbearable for you, especially authorities like your parents or a babysitter or a big brother or a teacher. And so you started to go along and you found a way not to pay attention to your intuition, to disregard it, and you went along. And as long as you went along with them, you didn't have conflict. As long as you obeyed them and looked to them and conformed to them, if you put up a little defense, they said you were oppositional, and they give you a hard time and maybe yelled at you or punished you. Do you understand? So now you must go back to your intuition again and begin to flow from it and become closer to God. And you know what else that will do? It will forestall trauma. And we'll talk about that after this little announcement. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Be sure to check out our many free resources at SheddingShackles.com. We're talking now about trauma. Trauma is when the outside gets on the inside. Now look, if you were close to your Creator, flowed from within, from the inner light, from your Creator, then you would flow outward. You would radiate outward. The light would shine outward. And your movements would begin within and flow outward. And that outward flow you know, like a light bulb radiates light or radiates heat or like an electron radiates a, a field around it, a field of vectors radially outward. You could say it would set up a force field around you. You would radiate outward and touch the world, but the world wouldn't impinge upon you and get inside. But as soon as you fall away from your intuition, as soon as you fall away by becoming angry, becoming upset, doubting what you know in your heart, as soon as you want something out in the world too much, that you descend into the thought stream and into the imagination, and, and as soon as you fixate on things in the outside world, but especially when things sneak up on you and shock you, then you fall away from your inner ground, and instead of the force field, being there, it collapses, and now the outside gets on the inside. And what's on the outside, all of it gets on the inside. And it especially is true when there's something shocking. When out of the blue somebody says something mean or cruel or vicious, or they steal your stuff, or they hurt you in some way, or you see something shocking on the internet or on television or in a movie, something shocking and it gets inside. And shocking can be for a person who's close to their intuition, a person who's sensitive in such things, like a little child. When you were a little child and someone came and they were too friendly, it was shocking. When they tried to seduce you and tried to wow you and impress you, 
It was sometimes very shocking, wasn't it? When you saw kids getting away with things, it was shocking. When you saw a teacher being nice to one student and mean to another student, it was shocking. When you were falsely accused of something that you didn't do, it was shocking. Do you understand? Now, if you had not fallen, if you had not become upset, but you were only a little child, you couldn't help it. You couldn't help it. Your parents were supposed to protect you from such shocks. But so it happens to all of us. So you were shocked. You were upset. You were angry. You were troubled. You became disturbed. The outside got on the inside. The shock, the words, the image, the memory, an engram got on the inside. And not only that, but everything in the scene got on the inside and began to affect you. And so you became filled with thousands of such scenes, big shocks and little shocks. And now everything on the outside would upset you and move you and cause dysregulation. So now you must learn to flow from within. That's why you must get the meditation that I have. The simple little meditation which I've made free. And be, learn how to become still. Learn how to go in your room, close the door, sit in a chair, become still. And when you're sitting quietly in your room, in your chair, then close your eyes and look at the little pixels on the inside of your eyelids. See those little pixels, those little patterns of light, and become aware of your hand by your side until it begins to tingle a little bit. And rediscover that closeness to intuition so that you can flow outward from it. And then express God instead of expressing the world. See, now the outside gets on the inside. Even the personality of people who upset you, their personality, their spirit, gets on the inside, and then it expresses itself through you. Now, get close to God and become an extension of Him, of His will, of His love, of His patience, of His understanding, of His wisdom. Maybe you can sit still and start to realize what's really important in life and get the little meditation that I have that teaches you how to become still. If you are sitting in your room, sitting in your chair at the desk, or sitting on your sofa, or maybe laying in bed, you can close your eyes and look at the little pixels of light on the inside of your eyelids. You see that light, that delicate glow of light, those little pixels or particles of light. That's God's light, that's spiritual light. Walk in the light. Learn to be still. Let go of your resentments toward people. You see, there's a timeless realm, a realm of perfect patience, perfect love, perfect stillness. And when your soul, see, when your soul is aligned with God, 
then it is very close to that timeless realm. In the moment, see, you're in the world. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're in the world, but it's a little distant. You're in the world, but you're very close to this timeless realm. And Christ was so close to the Father, so close to the Father, that at some point he could step across into that realm. Just like on Star Trek, remember they had a transporter? I forget what it was called, but a person would be, would go in, in it and they would dematerialize and then they would materialize somewhere else. Well, such magic is possible. You see, everything God does is magical. Look at a butterfly or the way the clouds move across the blue sky. Look at the sweetness in a little child. Look at the beauty of nature and you'll see magic everywhere. Well, God is perfectly capable of helping you get better, but you must find him Become still and know that he is God. And you will find him and he will come to your aid. Some of you are getting the 15-minute version. It's a half-hour program, so if yours is only 15 minutes, go to SheddingShackles.com where you can hear the whole 30-minute program. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. When you send a gift of any amount, you'll receive one of Roland's ebooks, including Putting the Forever Back in Love, Forbidden Food, and Becoming a Friend of God. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the right-hand icon, ebooks. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking today about stress. It's a very important program. I want to mention that I have many YouTube video lectures on this topic and also our radio archives of past programs, which you can find at SheddingShackles.com. We're talking about trauma when the outside gets on the inside. And that's a big trauma. It's a trauma when the outside gets on the inside. Look. As you go about your day, and then all of a sudden somebody says something, and then what happens? You have a memory. And then you keep thinking about, what did they, what'd she say that for? You know, when they say something mean or untoward or something that is somehow troubling. 
or you see something troubling. And then it gets into your mind. You have a memory of it, an image in your mind. And it's more than that. It's actually the identity of the outside that gets on the inside. Now look. Now look. We really don't need a lot of memory. Basically, overnight, when you go to bed and you have a good night's sleep, the next morning you wake up, you should basically not remember anything from the day before. You know, what do you need to remember? Your phone number and your name and, you know, your, your partner and your kids and where to go to work and like that. Most of it becomes sort of automatic becomes you you can almost function automatically it's very beautiful you can walk without having to think about each step you take and breathe without having to think about each step and you can drive to work without having to think about each step it's very nice because that frees up your mind frees it up to realize to ponder to think about life to discover Wonderful realizations in God's light. It's just beautiful. But what do we do? What happens to us when we've been traumatized? Then we're thinking about what he said, what she said, this problem, this issue, this bill. Oh, no, I have to do this. I have to do that. And See, the past keeps haunting you in the present. So that's trauma. Now, do you understand that if you were totally turned toward your Creator then he would be your all in all. And then on the outside, sure, you would go to work. You would have recreation. You would talk to people and be with your family and things like that. But things on the outside wouldn't upset you. You would know something or someone would ask you a question and you would check with your intuition and something would come forth from within if something were needed. And... Each time, just like the little child who sees something and then rushes to Daddy and pulls on Daddy's sleeve, Daddy, every time you, there's a little something, a little moment, a special moment with your loved one, for example, then you check with your intuition. That's the same thing as turning toward God. And you wait for wordless guidance. Maybe nothing will be needed, so you just stand there and the moment passes and you're safe. But I want to say something about being outside of time. Do you realize that the soul that is in a meditative state, in other words, you begin the day with meditation before you get upset. See, that's why you want to begin the day with meditation. You recommit to your creator to wanting to have him in your life and you sit, sit quietly. And now you go out in the world. But the soul is actually a bit outside of time. And with that, the soul has a little bit of foresight. I want you to think of foresight not so much as being able to see a year or two or 10 or 20 years in the future, although sometimes we do get little glimpses, don't we? Do, have you ever had deja vu where you suddenly feel like you'd been there before or seen it before? Well, there is that. But mostly the foresight is of nanosecond or microseconds or seconds ahead. You almost don't even notice, but your soul is a bit outside of time. You're not subject to time. You're aware of time as it passes, but you're not part of the time stream. You're outside of time. Your body is, is in the world, of course, in time, but your soul is outside of time. And so when something makes its approach, 
perhaps a temptation or some moment of a tiny bit of danger or a moment where something would have snuck up on you, surprised you, upset you. Now you see it coming. You see it coming. I don't know how to describe it, but you just see it coming. And then it's not a surprise. The moment passes and you're safe. You didn't get upset. You knew it was coming. But it also operates at the nanosecond level. You know that what I just described is like a second or two ahead. Sometimes you can see on somebody's face or you can almost see the thing form in their mind. And then when it comes, it doesn't surprise you. And the moment passes. You didn't react. Do you understand? It's the reaction that causes it to get on the inside. So now the soul is a bit outside of time. A nanosecond ahead. And something happens. And it passes. And you're not shocked. You're not traumatized. It doesn't penetrate. That's the secret. It doesn't penetrate. You have up a force field. Many things you see with a bit of foresight. And so you're always in that force field, safe. And things pass you by and you're not impacted. You're not traumatized. You understand? It doesn't get inside. The moment comes. Maybe there's nothing to do. Often there's nothing to do. It passes. Or the moment comes. You check with your intuition and something comes to you wordlessly and you just say something or do something and it's right. And the moment's gone. And you don't ever have to revisit the moment again. But now, look what happens to the soul. Do you understand when I say the soul is a bit outside, is outside of time? So, in the Bible it said to be in the world but not of the world. That's what, that's what it means, literally. And so now, you're an extension of your Creator. You're a bit outside of time. And you go about your daily activities. But if something tempts you to enter into the fray, to enter into the time stream, and then you, you become emotional. And through the emotions, and through the imprinting of the memory and the image, that's how it gets in. Do you understand? So when you're emotional, it connects you to the outside. So you're supposed to be connected to your intuition by faith and by loving your Creator. You see? But when something gets to you, it makes you doubt. It makes you angry. Or something you want out there. Or something shocks you. And you fall into your thinking. See, when you fall into thought, you've fallen into the thought stream. See, your thoughts, your imagination, that's all part of the, of the of your body and of the thought stream. And when you fall into that, instead of being above it and watching, observing it, you fall into it. Now you're in it. And that's how the outside gets to you. Do you understand? So you must be so above things that you never fall for temptation. You're never tempted to reach and get involved and want too much or try to figure something out you watch you observe it's beautiful beautiful you can listen to this program again and again and again each time you'll see realize something new perhaps hopefully if especially if you get the little meditation Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. You love God. Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. 
Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's it's over 300 pages, putting the forever back in love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? and how not to judge your husband so much, and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart, because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand and you're free to be patient. And when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive, and you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back, and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness and life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>